0: to the comic blast podcast
1: welcome back everyone to the comic blast podcast i'm one of your hosts grayson and along with me is the number one spider-man ps4 fanboy coming back at you yeah his mic in an archaic way because his mic stand broke keenan
0: yeah i'm I'm so happy that you refer to me as the number one spider-man ps4 fan because i've been working <laughs> hard to earn that title so yeah uh, it's true and i got a playstation 4 i know we talked about it on the last episode but i have mm-hmm. a ps4 i can finally start playing it again it's been great yeah i have also been playing it which has been fantastic.
1: I was actually playing it for the past couple hours before this episode, before I actually stopped and watched Spider-Man 3, and then came back and kept playing for the last Heck hour yeah. before this episode. And that's exactly what we're talking about, is Spider-Man 3. Continuing our Spider-Man in-review series. Um, Highly requested. Yes. People, I I have been now seeing the love that people are, like, very excited for the Spider-Man 3 episode. Um, So you can go and if you haven't caught up, you can go and check out our Spider-Man 1 and 2 uh, review. Yeah. Um, But now we doing Spider-Man 3, baby. Um, We used to have some sort of like, we normally have like a formula, but I know we're just going to end up going into a rant. Uh, Just give me your initial thoughts after rewatching Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3.
0: Spider-Man 3 is like, um, I was thinking about this had this whole thing planned out on my way home. Um, Spider-Man 3 is the trail mix of superhero movies. The trail mix? The trail mix. Explain that. It is a mixed bag. So you have, you know, you have the good things, the Chex Mix, the pretzels, stuff you like. And then every Mm -hmm. now and then you got people who like to throw raisins in there or something disgusting like that. Shout out to all my raisin haters. Um (laughs) But yeah i mean you got tr- it's a mixed bag i mean it's just it's got some good it's got some very bad and unfortunate scenes in the film mm. but overall i still enjoy it like every time when i watch it i'm never you know mad that i watched it but i, I remember yeah. like as a kid growing up but not liking the movie um yeah and originally so i mean you gotta you gotta figure like you're coming off spider-man 2 which is arguably one of the best superhero movies of all time Mm -hmm. and then you have this terrible production and and a lot of issues um filming this this film and um and then you get spider-man 3 like i mean yeah it is the epitome of studio interference and a lack of the director's original vision and it's it's sad like it's a sad thing too you know yeah it's where it started
1: with uh sony's tampering in the whole spider-man universe was with this movie specifically like Avi Arad trying to force in venom and the symbiote when um sam raimi just wanted sandman yeah um yeah i guess it's a good way to put it i i think see when you said that i thought the amazing spider-man 2 but we'll get to that at a later date because i think that's i think that even that shows even more about the st- studio tampering there. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 was the the f- was the start. Um, so Spider-Man 3 was probably is I still say is my most anticipated or was my most anticipated movie of all time. Yeah. As a kid, I refreshed the website for this page like or the website for this movie every day. I played all the mini games on the website. Like, I looked at all the promotional images and stuff like that. A lot of the stuff that, like, wasn't even in the movie. Yeah. Um, because I was so hyped for the black suit, and I was so hyped for Venom. And, like, new Spider-Man movie. Like, I remember I just, I was obsessed with this movie. And, um, I mean, I even have one, probably one of my favorite shots in any Spider-Man movie ever. But I have the original Spider-Man 3 poster where yeah. it's him in the black suit on the shirt, like, the church gargoyle. Yep. And it's raining. Dude sick i just think that, that scene right there like it is so good yeah it, it is so well done that shot right there i'm like that It like the music and everything man perfection but um so i grew up and i i loved the movie when it came out the only thing that i was disappointed with was i wish there i was like i wanted more venom yeah um because i listen i was a kid a- rod was right i wanted venom toys yeah so <laughs> so clearly something was working there and then as I got older people were like, "Oh, Spider-Man 3 sucks." I got on social media and they were like, "Spider-Man 3 is trash." And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, is it really?" And then I like they make fun of like the the scenes which I never even really like batted an eye when I watched it as a kid and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I see what they're talking about now." And then yeah. I am like, "Ah, oh, yeah, Spider-Man 3 is like my least favorite Spider-Man movie for sure." But now that's not the case at all. No. Now I'm like, "I I defend Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Is it, the, is it the worst out of this trilogy? Yes. If Spider-Man 1, in my opinion, is a 9 out of 10, and Spider-Man 2 is a 10 out of 10, this is an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. this, this movie, it suffers from a few plot points. The fact that Sony tampered with it as much as they did, and Sam Raimi for the most part, managed to make actually a pretty good movie is pretty impressive like yeah. there was a lot in here and it still paced very well i never get confused like i never got confused when watching the movie about all the plot points like there's a lot in the movie but it never feels overwhelming they develop all the characters very well even eddie brock who i think is a chump in this movie they still give me a reason to be like oh yeah okay like they give me a decent rivalry they set up from the beginning to the end same thing with sandman same thing with harry mm-hmm. like all the villains they feel earned. And I have an emotional attachment to every single one of them other than Eddie Brock,
0: who I'm just like, yeah, you're a chump. See a chump. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no, yeah. Like I agree with, I I disagree with the um, Eddie Brock point because it just, there was, there's more potential there. I think that like they kind of laid a foundation where like you could see where they're going and that should have been flushed out in its own film. I was about to Um, say that should have been teased and then set up for a future film. Like if they wanted the thing is like if we're being honest, Sam Raimi didn't ever want to do anything with Venom. He he made it very clear I don't know much about the character and I don't care enough about much about the character um Mm -hmm. to actually, you know, put him in his films and I understand that. Um if that were the case, Sony should have just, you know, went with somebody else for that, maybe at a later film. Uh the thing is yeah, the the rivalry thing is is a really cool thing to play on between Eddie Brock and Peter Parker, and that alone could have had its own film. I think. Yeah. Um, the points about Sandman and and personally my favorite like character arc and plot line is the one with Harry and Peter. Harry, mm-hmm. Those ones are definitely Sam Raimi, and they didn't oh, yeah. feel as forced, and um, they're just they're more emotional. Uh, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to the ending of this film. So those are the ones I love. I like you said, it's an eight out of 10 for you. I'd probably have it lower, like six and a half out of 10, but it could be like an eight or nine out of 10. If they just removed the Eddie Brock and, um, and venom storyline, because it didn't really need to be in there. And you can have Peter Parker be a jerk and egotistical without having the symbiote, I think. Um, Because he was already, already kind of like teetering towards that direction early on in the film before the symbiote got, the symbiote just kind of enhanced um, where he was, you know, mentally mm. at that point in time. So I think that if, if that were removed and really if they just, I mean, I, I honestly believe Sam Raimi wanted this film to be about th- the three main characters, MJ, Peter, yeah. and Harry, if they just stuck with that. And just played on that a little bit more, um, we could have got an amazing finale for this trilogy. That being yeah. said, I still enjoy the movie and um yeah. it it does not, you know it, it has some of the best Spider Man moments in yes. a film. For example, the uh part where Spider Man goes to rescue Gwen from the building. hmm Mm-hmm. cool web swinging it's just like it feels like it's kind of ripped out of a cut scene from spider-man ps4 yeah but the the part where he's diving down to get gwen and then the music just kind of stops and it's silence yeah. and you just get these sound effects as he's trying to right. to you know race down there to rescue her that's like it's one of my favorite moments like i cannot wait for that to pop up in the film so yeah.
1: there's specific scenes like that um you know one of our patrons again i mention him all the time he's like uh a fellow spider bro and uh, as i call him and um yeah we were i was like sending him snapshots and stuff during yeah. the the movie and being like this scene is so good for example the, the train fight scene between sandman yeah. and uh and black suit spider-man yeah I love that fight scene. Yep. It is so well done. Like this trilogy just has great fight scenes, especially in 2 and 3. I think 1 maybe less or so, but they're still still really good. Yeah. But I do I want to make I maybe I think this will be where we start to have disagreements. I think the black suit is essential for this movie, but I don't think Venom is essential. I think vi- I think the black suit is the catalyst for Peter realizing the like the mistakes that he's making. Like that was kind of the point of the black suit is like, Peter is a good person, but he's starting to let the the ego and the popularity get to his head, you know? Yeah. And he's not being there for MJ, and he thinks he's ready to be married to her and stuff like that, but there's a specific dialogue. Uh, it's after he takes off the black suit, and it's a moment that I honestly completely forgot about until I rewatched it this time, mm-hmm. and it's when Aunt May comes to visit his apartment mm-hmm. in, towards the in, very end of the movie, um, he takes off the black suit and he apparently called her and she shows up and he gives her back the ring. And he's like, I'm not ready. Like you, he said, he quotes her saying that a man has to put um, his wife before
0: himself. And he's like, I'm not ready for that. I and, don't remember that that well. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if you, is there like an editor's cut or something of this film? There, I, There's different versions. I watched the theatrical cut. Okay. So I think I watched the a, editor's cut. And I'm not sure okay. if that was in there cuz that's not really ringing a bell for me. It's I, a really good scene. I may have it just is... I, I may just completely forgot about it.
1: But. It's I mean, that's the thing is I had forgotten about it too. It's yeah. a scene that you don't really think about until because right bef- it's right after it is when Venom is like approaches Sandman and that's when they team up. Um but I took um there's a quote he says like or Aunt May says um He's like I, I, hurt her, Aunt May. Like, yeah. Um, she's like the first thing you have to do, which is the hardest part, is forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. And th- this tri- rewatching this trilogy has just made me realize, like Rosemary Harris is the best Aunt May. Amen.
0: And probably always will be. She is so freaking good. Every movie um, they have, there is like one, one or two very like, like we've reviewed each movie leading up, you know, to the to No Way Home so mm-hmm. far. Every time we make a review, we always bring up at least one conversation between Peter and Aunt May and how that emotionally affected us yeah. for every single film so far. Yeah. And that's why I believe she is like definitively the best Aunt May. I've already started on The Amazing Spider-Man and, and uh, yeah. who's the actress? What's her name? Sally Fields. Yeah, she's, she's great. great, too. She's great, too. There's some good moments, too. Um, but Rosemary Harris still yeah. alive. I just found out. I thought she had yeah, passed, she- but she's, she's still doing well, so. Yeah, she is still
1: alive. Unfortunately, Cliff Robertson, who played Uncle Ben, yeah. is not. But them two, even as a couple, they set up their their relationship a little bit in the first movie, mm-hmm. and you you just believe in it. Yeah, uh, you believe that these are two good people raising their nephew, or I like to say their son. Yeah, um, in a really in a really good way. But. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think the black suit really works for this movie, and it works for the Sandman arc, and it even works for the Harry stuff. But the problem that I have with the black suit is not even just Venom. Like, I can deal with Venom if it wasn't Topher Grace, and uh, his design was different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he he looks like a snake, and I'm like, like his face does. I think like sure. I like his body, his build. It's got, like, this reptile match. look. Yeah, sure. and it's like, it shrieks aren't like sh- yeah. like, they aren't like classic Venom. It's like it's like high-pitched like shrieking like you know it we makes me think forgot. for harry potter people like it makes me think of the basilisk from the which is a gigantic snake like if the teeth are very fang like it's
0: like it's not when uh when not, the there's a scene where like the symbiote kind of comes off of eddie's face and it's just eddie yeah and his teeth are just like disgusting looking and like sharp and i'm just yeah. like that's weird yeah they're like
1: too too sharp that's the and that's the one thing and maybe we'll review this I don't know. Well, Venom Two comes out as will lead up to this, so maybe we'll watch Venom again. But um, Venom's design in that those movies, if they had that design yeah. implemented into this movie, I'd have like no problem with Venom. I just, but Topher for Grace just does not do it for me for Eddie yeah. Brock. Like, what that that's a that is a bad casting choice, yeah. and I think he probably would agree. I love Topher for Grace. I think he's really funny and actually a really cool dude. Um, but he, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I like the stuff, uh, sand, like let's get, I mean, Sandman, you mentioned yeah. such a, such a good villain, good like arc. a, a rainy villain, uh, to its core. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I've been reading a lot of Spider-Man comics in general. I think I've been mentioning that, but I recently read a small issue and it was, um, it was a Sandman annual and it, t- it talks about his origin and I'm reading it and I'm like, I don't like this origin. I'm like, you know, like I like, I like the movie version of Sandman better than I do the comic sure. version. Um, and I mean, if people disagree with me, that's fine. I don't think many people know Sandman's origin. His real name's not even Flint Marco. He took Flint Marco like like that's a fake name. He's gone through different aliases and stuff. I, the Flint Marco in Spider Man Three, I think, is a fantastic character. It ties into Peter's character very like very well. Um, and the scenes with him especially revolving his dot like revolving around his daughter are really good and there's there's a scene i believe in the editor's cut which i have watched mm-hmm. um, where he's like a sandcastle yeah and, that's the uh, one i watched then yeah okay yeah so that's uh, that's what i figured because i remember you took a video and i think i was like yeah that's the editor's cut yeah he, he's like a sandcastle and she's like like approaches him uh, and i think she like sees the locket or something like he gives her back the locket or something like yeah. that i can't exactly remember but um, and then yeah uh harry's arc i mean it's just you know it it can be the love triangle thing can be a little goofy at times yeah um and james franco's performance can be a little like when he's kind of the i I don't even know how to describe it like cocky harry Mm -hmm. at the end when he's like gets his memory back and he's like trying to bring uh Pete down yeah. and like the whole MJ stuff. That part I'm like, Eh but like, it still works for me. Like, it still I still think is good. Um, but I like it better when after they have that fight and then obviously Harry comes back. Yeah. Like I wanted to mention this, but <laughs> that when they team up, that. <laughs> New Goblin and Spider Man and Spider Man 3 walk so that the Avengers and all of Avengers in game, and even the first Avengers, could run. Like, yeah. that was like the ultimate crossover because we had never seen Spider Man team up with anybody Another in hero this trilogy. trilogy or any, yeah. yeah yeah because like they just didn't exist yeah and so seeing him like him and his best friend save mj and them tag teaming on sandman and venom i'm like man
0: like the the grin on my face is so good (laughs) yeah it's like when is when peter was just pretty much hopeless like he's he's dead you know and uh, when he
1: comes to his apartment and he says like she needs us and he just says get out yeah it's a beautiful scene
0: yeah it's that whole arc the friendship the dynamic between all of them it's really great and and sam did a great job of setting that up the fact that you know for two movies um harry knew that his best friend was spider-man and it's just like this whole you know conflict where it's like your childhood best friend is the is who you think is the murderer of your father. Mm -hmm. Um, he's also this like super powered hero you know it's just a lot Mm -hmm. of things going on Um, and I actually like that he lost his memory temporarily because Mm -hmm. it kind of gave you a chance to revisit what their friendship was like uh, before they ended up you know teaming up at the end so the whole thing with Harry and Peter there's like there's a lot of goofy moments throughout the whole trilogy Um, I think with Harry too I mean there's this every single movie that that Sam Raimi did had a lot of goofy moments, like yeah. And that's there's a kind lot of cheesy lines and stuff like that. But every time it happens, I can't help but smile um, right. because you know the time period that it came from, and that's just how you know movies yeah. were at that time. I I believe that like the early 2000s were like some of the roughest times for like <laughs> for scripts and films in general. There's a lot of cheese back then. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean we can get into the whole. You know, dancing down the sidewalk and yeah, all it's the so jazz f- club scene. Oh yeah, god, it's so funny. Makes me want to die. <laughs> the uh, the scene where like, you know, Peter's just walking down the sideline and just like pointing his finger at women and yeah, and all that stuff. That whole thing was happening. And and uh, my girl, uh, fiance now, yeah, is fiance. um, she's been watching all of these films with me. Mm-hmm. it's been really cool because she's you know she's seen them at some point in time but you know hasn't really yeah. you know revisited them in quite some time so it's kind of fresh to her and i remember we're like watching it, and i'm like man i cannot wait until she says something after the scene ends yeah and like it ends and she just goes i'm confused and i'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> i, I was love like that. i was like for <laughs> most things in comic book movies I can give you an explanation, like, what's going on, you know? That, yeah. I honestly had nothing to tell her. I'm just like, yeah, you know. That's a scene. We just kind of live with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's just like, what exactly just happened? And I'm yeah. like, I don't really know. Like, I don't know why it's in here. yeah. Um. So. How did she feel about
1: after the jazz club scene? Because I honestly she, think that's even cringier. Yeah, like, it's awful.
0: She didn't like that. She really liked it she felt like how we all feel like peter's being a jerk you know yeah um so she i mean she really i think she really didn't like this film whereas yeah. i you know i just live with its flaws and right. it's just you know it's got a charm to me but i knew like while we we're watching it i'm like she's not digging this one, <laughs> um, yeah. even though she yeah. loved the first two and yeah. um yeah, I mean that's just the way that majority of people feel, anyways. So it is what it is. It's but. comparison,
1: right? Like you're you're going up against two great Spider-Man movies, and then it's like Sony's like, well, ha ha. Yeah. You made some good money on those. Let's throw in the black suit, and you can make Toby
0: dance. Yeah. She and did, him emo hair. She got a lot of good laughs out of it, like at the yeah. actual jokes, not the cringy stuff. Like right. The whole scene when, uh, pretty much, this is my favorite, um, Jake jk simmons performance as j jonah jameson because he's like he's got the the heart issue or blood pressure issue right and like there's a lot of really good scenes um with him in this like for comedic purposes um Mm -hmm. the one where he's like he's got to take his medicine and she's buzzing the desk um uh every time he reaches for the wrong bottle and he's just got to like stay calm at all times because you're like here's this guy who's always angry and now he's having to chill out because of his blood pressure. And then there's a scene at the end where um, uh, J. Jonah Jameson is, like, watching the whole fight going on. And then the girl, yeah. he, he buys the girl's camera, and she's, like, films extra. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff, and she she enjoyed all of that stuff. So,
1: Yeah, yeah there's one moment. Uh, like, there, there's a lot of small moments in this movie that I think people glance over because of all of the big, like, stinker moments specifically of what we just mentioned but um like there's almost like immediately like scenes right after those that are like oh that was a good scene but like you just came off of the heels of it being so full of camp yeah but there's one joke that i love and it's like it's so underrated it's with mr dickovich and he's he's like it's on the he's on the phone he's like oh is the phone broken he's like oh no i'm just trying to decide what to say and he's just like is it a woman if it's a woman you should say, you are a good woman. I am good man." And he just stands there and looks. And Peter just like, he kind of like shakes his head like, go on. Yeah. And then it goes back to Dickish and he's like. <laughs> You're like, dude, I love this guy. Yeah. Like, And uh, and he also gives like a really heartfelt apology about like the, you'll get your rent when you fix this t- damn yeah. Which that scene
0: cracks me up, even though it's like, kind of intense like i love (laughs) but but even like his landlord still goes back and he's like that he's a good kid or has a good heart he He, says like he is good boy yeah he must be in some
1: sort of trouble yep true um but there's um there's also smaller scenes like after the or right before the dance montage, when Eddie gets the staff position, so he like after he blows up Harry, which yeah. is an. By the way, that fight is also really good. Yeah. But it's so intense, like man, he he bodies Eddie, uh, Harry. He, he man. like
0: intended to kill him, basically. Yeah.
1: Like he throws a bomb at a station, and you don't see what happens. No. You assume Harry's dead. You're like for sure. What? But then right after that, he sees the newspaper and he's like, ah, photo by Eddie Brock. Well, we don't know that it's a fake photo until he goes to the staff position thing. And that scene, while it has some funny lines of like, you're trash, Brock. Yeah. And, you know, like, like, but it do not they don't seem cheesy. It's just, it's really like his whole look, like his design looks really bad with the emo hair and like the jacket. Like it just, yeah. I'm just like, I can't believe
0: that you're this bad boy right now. Um, and it's not it even like, oh, he's cooler now. It's like people like it's kind of weird how they set this up because it's like um, there's like people who are like, oh, he's so cool, you know, like, yeah. that he's interacting with who's God. What is, um, is it Felicity Betty? or Betty Be- Brant? The, um, the like receptionist at the bugle. Yeah. Betty Brant. Okay. So like, she's like all over him in the yeah. film. And then so you're like, oh, they're like setting it up for he's just like he's like a badass now. You know, he's got this edge. But then at the same time, he's walking down the street and like all the women are like laughing at him. And I'm like, which one is it? Like, is he this cool dude now that he's got the symbiote or? Yeah. It's
1: so weird because even right before he goes to the newsstand, girls are like looking at him. They're like parting their hair and stuff. And you're like, okay, I'm so confused right now. And I'm like, you don't like. You looked better when you were didn't have the black suit. It's like, so bad. you looks like you look so bad. But in anyway, the eyeliner, back to what I was, he's got like eyeliner. On yeah, or something. I know. I noticed that. I was like, does he have like blacker eyes? They also dye his hair darker. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's, because it's he, like a black. as soon as he takes this like the the suit off, he like he takes it back after like killing Sandman yeah. quote, and he puts it in the chest, and immediately his hair is brown again, and he has no eyeliner. And I'm like what what is this <laughs> um but anyway what i was saying was th- with the staff position thing he has like this kind of you know I- i'd say kind of a good scene with eddie brock uh where like he actually confronts him about it and i if he had just like thrown the thing down and then left the office instead of just getting the staff position i think it would have been much cooler yeah but then the-, the scene that i really really love that's actually one of my favorite scenes in the whole trilogy is after the jazz club thing like everything normalizes right you're like okay like this isn't weird anymore so he comes up to mj and he says hey and the manager comes up and is like can i I help you sir and the anyway he gets kicked out and he starts fighting back yeah well then mj runs up and he like in his just anger yeah like accidentally just backhands her and you're like oh my god um and they're and they're broken up at this point which i never really registered i just assumed that like i was like oh yeah they're together the whole movie and i'm like wait no she broke up with him like um uh, like through harry but yeah um yeah by harry's orders but then he she looks at him and she just goes who are you yeah he just like looks down at himself and he's just like "I, I i don't know and he runs out and he hears the church bell and that's when he he takes off the suit that scene right there i'm like damn
0: that is a good scene. That's it's a very mature scene because I remember as a kid I was probably like a teenager when I was watching this yeah. movie. But like I I remember hating that scene mm. when I was younger because, you know, it's just as you should be, everyone should be raised, you know, and taught not not really not to hit anyone, but especially yeah. not a woman. Yeah. And that one like hit me hard where I was just like it made me really dislike peter and i didn't yep. understand like you know now looking at it you know being older and wiser i didn't look at it in the way that like oh this is just like this is this character development obviously um i right. was just like man i freaking like i really dislike spider-man in this movie and that was the yeah. way it was intended to be exactly but i didn't understand that when i was younger i was just like i just want to see like my hero spider-man that i look up to and i'm not getting yeah. to see him be that person. And I haven't got to see him be that person for the entire film. Mm. Now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, this is just, this is development. And this was like the deconstruction of this character was very important. Obviously they planned on doing many more films after this. I think like they were talking up to six films. So you could, you know, they had to build them up. Well, we're going to deconstruct this character Mm -hmm. and then let's build them back up um, for the other films but I didn't understand that when I was younger. And now I look at it and I'm, you know, I really enjoy that scene. Um, and like you said, those two simple lines, who are you? I don't know. Like yeah. those are very impactful lines. So yeah, one of the best scenes yeah. in the film.
1: And it's, it's a really good scene. Cause I know, and not to get like too personal or anything. Um, and not that I've ever gone through something like this as Peter does, um, but you know, there's been there's been times in my life where i've legit just been like man like like i ask myself who am i and i just go i don't know like kind of lose yourself just, sometimes right like and it happens to everybody we all lose our identity like what matters to us and we get caught up in um the the darker things in life yeah. frankly like we and therefore um yeah we lose ourselves and so that that scene always there like it actually makes me kind of emotional because I'm like man like you can really take this and it kind of helps motivate me in a way where like man if I'm at a point where like that like I don't know like I need to do something to fix this because as soon as he says that he fixes like he, yeah. does it, he does something about it and he makes reparations with Aunt May and like tell like he's like I'm not ready even though she gives him the ring she's like in time yeah uh, and I'm like man God, that is a good scene um yeah there's just that's why the movie is an eight out of ten for me because i think all of the greatness and just gold spider-man content personally brings it up for me yeah that like i can i can look past the the cringy stuff or like rewrite it in my head basically or i'm like oh yeah like i can make a few adjustments here to where like the jazz club scene or him going down the street or whatever or his goofy looking outfit like yeah i can get past that stuff but like the dope action scenes, the really heartfelt moments with all of the characters who are characterized so well. Yeah. Um, the humor, uh, there's just like, I'd say this movie feels like the most action blockbustery for of, sure. Like of the whole trilogy. And maybe that's because that was at a time when I remembered it being the summer and me being super excited for May, 2007. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, Yeah, I mean, while this movie definitely is the weakest of the three, um, there are some scenes in there that, you know, really make it great for me and make it stand out. And um, I mean, and it doesn't even—I mean, it does not touch Spider-Man Two or even One, but it does feel like a complete trilogy. And and there's something I actually wanted to ask you about. Um, I wanted your opinion, and I'll ask you yours before I say anything about mine. (laughs) This is the only spider-man movie in the raimi trilogy that doesn't have an ending swing sequence yeah
0: do you like that or not yeah i don't really care like okay i i don't know i don't i thought for the uh the first movie i thought that the ending s- swing sequence was just like you kind of need it but i don't mm. uh i don't really buy into this whole like oh the ending sw- swing sequence needs to be amazing like you, mm-hmm. you got like the people who hate the MCU Spider-Man films and they're just like, oh, doesn't have a good ending, you know, swing yeah. sequence. And I'm just like, who really cares? And like, was, yeah. was the movie good or was it not good? Because yeah. that's what's all that matters to me. So. Well, there's, there's controversy about it, which is why I
1: ask, because some people think it really like his final narration and kind of like what he learned or like, you know, his final proclamation of like, I am Spider-Man sort of thing and him having that really epic ending swinging sequence like the end of spider-man one it's just him swinging but it's like oh man it like it hits you know and then in spider-man 2 it's him swinging away to you know go stop a crime uh right after a really beautiful scene with with mj yeah um i think if i i personally think the movie is fine without it because i feel like it feels like i feel like it wraps up the trilogy yeah in a way even though it wasn't supposed to However, I think what would have been really good is after they dance, the final, the movie ends not with an epic score or anything, but a somber version of Spider Man's theme while he's swinging with MJ in his arms. Yeah. I think, and then it it like, and, and they go into the sunset and it kind of fades, you know? Yeah. To show, which I mean, the ending of the movie, like he dances with MJ and that's where the movie closes. And you know they're together, but I think I'm like, oh, a swinging scene with them together would would like really hit you know and be like hey like this concludes it um but that that's just like my fan idea of like what what would fit the movie's tone and it's like no not like this epic score of him swinging but just like a very like soothe uh, a soothing uh soft like swinging scene just like back in spider-man yeah. one to kind of show like hey they're they're repairing their relationship they've made amends and they're both mourning harry right um but the dance like scene works just as well you know and i like how that works I a lot i
0: think i think it works just because it i feel like it does kind of keep keep in line with the tone and the overall message of the film um mm-hmm. just because we the reason the reason that i think like the big conflict in this story i think is that Peter's kind of forgotten who exactly is Spider-Man, right? It's Peter Parker. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. He he finds, he he separates them Mm -hmm. and he thinks of Spider-Man as just like, they love me. It's like, I'm an icon kind of thing, you know? In fact, he did, you know, he didn't like, it's like weird. He like separated them in the wrong ways
1: and blended them in the wrong ways yeah where he let his popularity of spider-man his fame as spider-man seep into peter and like he loves where being it used spider-man to be
0: the... more than being peter parker
1: right it's the it's the, whereas the previous two movies it was the other way around where peter parker was injecting into spider-man exactly right? it's that's um,
0: who it, you know spider-man is peter parker mm-hmm. um and he loses sight of that in this film and mm-hmm. forgets to be peter parker just peter parker yeah. you know yeah um so that's why i think the ending kind of works because it's just like it's just him and peter mm-hmm. like no spider-man yeah. nothing it's just yeah i'm peter like who are you <laughs> Man, that's good it's like who are you it's like yeah i i understand like you're spider-man like who are you because that's he's true. not being peter anymore so that's yeah. just the way that's i, I kind of find that it works but at the same time like your idea is also really cool so yeah that could work no, i too. Li- i like that because you know, even with that,
1: um, the last time we really see them as a couple, other than the very end of the movie, is the horrible, horrible dinner scene yeah. uh, where he's about, he's about to propose. And man, Peter is so punchable in this scene yeah. where he's just like, you know, he doesn't know that MJ just got fired from the uh, Broadway performance And he's talking all about himself because it's right after Spider Man Day, and he just and he kissed Gwen like an idiot. Yeah, uh, and Gwen shows up, makes it even worse. Exactly, and then he's just like, you know, when I'm up there, like Spider Man, and and like MJ's just like, can you just try to like feel how I feel? Exactly. And he's like, what? And I'm like, bro, you are you are way off course right now. That's the last time we see them act like a couple, and it's because he keeps on injecting. The Spider Man stuff into their relationship. And she's just like, she's like, I, like, she understands that he's Spider Man, but she's dating Peter, Peter Parker, you know? Exactly. Like, that's why she asked him with the kiss. She was like, who was that? Was that was Spider Man or was that Peter Parker? Because yeah. she knew. She was like, oh, that was Peter and his ego, you know, kissing Gwen. Yeah. And so in the end of the movie, it's just Peter and Gwen, truly Peter and Gwen. And, and they just embrace each other Peter like they've and just MJ. lost their friend. <laughs> sorry MJ. yeah <laughs> my bad um yeah so I, I yeah that i think you've convinced me on that and and i've always kind of liked the more i guess bittersweet somber ending me, me too. um but i'm hoping i'm hoping uh that the this next installment in the spider-man saga of movies um comes out december we'll hopefully maybe have him swinging one last time because man that would be hype
0: (laughs) yeah for sure all three of them
1: (laughs) yeah splitting Um, splitting off into their
0: dimensions or
1: i yeah i need that um there was also a scene it's towards the end or two scenes specifically with um with sandman his final conversation with peter Mm -hmm. after the big battle um, and they have a really, really good conversation, um, and he basically explains what happened. Yeah. And this, there's one line, and I find myself using using that a lot nowadays. Not even at a, in a reference or whatever, but because I find it's a really good line in general. Um, but I'm not asking you to forgive me. I just, I just need you to understand. For sure. I just want you to understand, and. It's like, he's like, he is seeking forgiveness, but like, or no, he, he's like, he, he would like forgiveness, but he's not asking for it. Yeah. You know, like, he's like, I'm just telling you what happened and you can forgive me or not, but I yeah. need you to understand what happened. And then he, and Peter does, he says, I forgive you. And then the man goes away and it's, it is beautiful. And then right after, um, right after that is when he goes and has his, uh, makes amends with Harry and they he's like, I'm the sorry. Yeah, he's like, I never like I never should have hurt you and he says, It doesn't matter, you're my friend. Yeah. And like even saying it right now, like it makes me it makes me a little weepy. Yeah. And cause because then Peter just replies, My best friend and and then Harry dies and it's it man, Harry's death is brutal. Yeah. It's it hits hard. Um but both of those scenes back to back, you're like It feels like everything has been resolved like resolved like you know things things were so tense throughout this movie like probably the most tense out of all three of them in terms of relationships like for sure peter and mj's relationship very tense even some tension between peter and aunt may uh, with the whole like conversation about him killing Sandman, yep. or sorry, Spider-Man killing Sandman, but I like to think that she knows. Yeah. I like to think that almost in every version of Aunt May knows that uh, Peter at least at some point figures out without him telling For her. Sure. Um, and then of course, especially between him and Harry, um, and then like it's all based like, it's all based around this concept of revenge. That's, that's Oh, that is yeah. the core theme of this movie is revenge yep. and how it corrupts someone like that's what Aunt May says it's just like it it poisons us and mm-hmm. consumes us until it takes us over Peter is trying to get revenge on Sandman um, Harry's so trying Sandman's to get revenge on Peter yeah. even Eddie is trying to get revenge on Peter and yeah. like it's just this all of this sabotage right yeah. where people are, and it's just so much hate and tension between people and by the end of the movie you just feel like Oh man, that was sad, but like that—that that final battle, you feel like you—it's it feels better because he's back in the red and blue suit, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's there to save MJ, and then Harry shows up. It's just that final third act. I I, I love like that final battle is is so well done, um, and it gets me hyped every time. It's also just really well choreographed. Mm-hmm. Like the, these movies never fail to entertain me in the action department, like nah. I mentioned like yeah. they the oh man the like the hand-to-hand comic like it just feels big and bold and comic
0: booky and i love that yeah even like in the very beginning of the film where um where harry gets injured uh the whole glider scene down the alley oh, that is a I'm great like, scene. we don't see like stuff like that in comic book movies so often you know yeah i'm like that's very unique and fresh like you know yeah. way of shooting action not 90 percent of his cg but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like it's it's definitely like just so unique and sam raimi does that with every film like all the action scenes don't feel the same like it doesn't feel like hmm. something you've seen he's he's constantly trying to one-up it now i say that the the train sequence in spider-man 2 is going to be the goat like it's the greatest oh, absolutely um, and it so still good. is like to this day Although we watched Dark Phoenix and that has an amazing train sequence, that like, does. <laughs> I, like, Grayson and I owe Dark Phoenix a huge apology. You yeah, know, we trashed on that movie. Didn't watch it for like three years. Um, yeah. Well, it didn't come out for a while, but you know, yeah. that that movie had some really good stuff in it too. But, um, yeah, that's that's unique action as well. But um, trains, trains, Put yeah. A train in your movie More and you'll trains. likely benefit. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, it's it's cool. It's something different. Um, and yeah, I mean, Spider-Man 3, freaking still good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think the
1: last thing I got to mention is I think Spider-Man 3 is one of the most expensive movies ever made, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and it's because the CG in this movie is so good. Yeah, Like like this Sandman scene, when he becomes Sandman, which oh, yeah. is also a, a very good scene with him trying to grab the locket. And yeah. like It's ve- like, it's metaphorical because it's like he's, he wants to have Penny, but he can't have her because he's stuck in this life of crime. Yeah. Like, he's burdened by this life of crime that he doesn't want. He's burdened with these sand powers that he didn't want. He says that at the end of the movie, like, I didn't want this, you yeah. know? And you're like, man, Flip Marco is just, the, is like, at his core is a good guy, and he just, like... He just said he says this. He's just like I've just got bad luck. And yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, but the CG is very well done, um, and yeah, that the scene between him and uh, Harry, that fight scene, um, is so good. My one, of my one of my favorite lines, and it was one of my favorite things as a kid because it references one of my favorite scenes from Spider-Man One, which is when he's dodging the kind of the shuriken uh, goblin bombs yeah. or whatever like in the first one they're kind of like spinning but in this one they're more like boomerangs they're like tracking him yeah and they explode or like will get stuck in him but still like they're the same concept yeah and uh and i love <laughs> when he like deploys them and Peter just goes, man, I hate these things. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, that's a Spider-Man clip right there. For like, sure. I, I, I love that. Um, and as a kid, I laughed so hard because I was like, man, he referenced it because in Spider-Man 1. Yeah, exactly. My, dad, my dad's like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that's my little tangent with those things. But and also like, why are the Goblin Bombs so iconic now? Like, I'm thinking about it. Like, when it lands in Sandman's neck and it just slowly beeps, I was like, whoo! And then, man, that's it, why I'm saying, like, in yeah, Far From Home. Or, it shows no, up. Home, no, like No Way just, Home,
0: I see that bomb, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's all yeah. it takes. Like, it's, yeah. it's the iconic design, you know, yeah. from from sam raimi's films yeah. i like i i genuinely hope that um marvel studios reached out to mark webb and uh and sam raimi i'm sure sam raimi because he's already like in the mcu right now but i hope that they got some sort of input on these characters yes. in some way yes. otherwise i'm going to be pretty disappointed yeah. um, we've talked a lot on past podcast episodes and we will
1: likely talk about in these coming episodes because next up is spider-man is how much uh, we love Sam Raimi and Mark Webb and how much they understand the character of Spider-Man. Yes. In fact, I think there's an old clip, and maybe we can try to pull it out at some point if it's possible. Um, I think we're talking about Mark Webb. Yeah, I got that. Um, yeah, and we can uh, we can post that back on for people who who don't know or didn't didn't hear that um, for any new followers. But uh, talking about Mark Webb, understanding that, but we'll we'll post that at a later date when we uh, we get back into our discussion on the next episode which will be
0: the Amazing Spider-Man and I'm, I'm excited. excited. Like I you I've already loved... watched it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly cuz like I I'm one of those people that forget how good the first Amazing Spider-Man movie is like mm-hmm. a lot. Um yeah. like I love Sam Raimi these are my favorite Spider-Man movies. Yes. Um but I'm excited to like get onto something new, you know, like a, a fresh, mm-hmm. you know, look at Spider-Man. So yeah, Sp- The Amazing yeah. Spider-Man yeah it's gonna be a good one coming. i think there's gonna be a lot of us defending these movies um oh yeah
1: oh you get get ready for amazing spider-man 2 baby because yeah i'm coming in fiery with yeah. my passion hot <laughs> and, takes coming <laughs> yeah well, i'll have ma- massive hot takes yeah cause i will
0: guard that movie with my life to the no, grave <laughs> it's um it, yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fun i can't like the whole series is just gonna be awesome just yeah there's so much to look forward to if we do the amazing spider-man movies we're going to still do homecoming far from home um possibly venom got to do into the spider-verse and definitely going to be talking about this uh spider-man ps4 character at some point in time Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so we got a lot of good content coming over the next couple weeks
1: yeah i'm like oh man we're getting close to ending this and i'm like wait no we're not we still have like like, at the bare minimum, three movies. If but like, anything, we got to get back that. to work. <laughs>
0: like, we got we to gotta get busy
1: because... Yeah, I know. I mean, hey, I I mean, you got your PS4, so you've been playing through Spider-Man again. I've been playing through Spider-Man again and just reading a ton of Spider-Man comics lately. Yeah. Um, I, I'm in a Spider-Man phase right now, that's needless to say. People people have been making jokes lately because um, back on my birthday, I got a text... And people were like, "I hope you get all all the Star Wars and Spider Man stuff you've ever dreamed of and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Thanks, I didn't, but it, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, like, just reading the comics and everything has put me in such a phase. Like, I was at a coffee shop yesterday reading it, and they were like, "I hope you enjoy Spider Man," and I'm like, "Thanks, I will, I will yeah. enjoy it."
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Um, we've we've become like the Spider Man people, and you know, whenever whenever somebody wants to talk about spider-man they seek us out now which is yeah great to be known as that like I, my buddy will who he i think he listened to uh, one of our last episodes on spider-man because he's now like in a spider-man mood mm-hmm. and uh he came into work today and he just immediately is like talking about spider-man because yeah i mean like everybody's hyped for this movie coming up rightfully yeah. so the amount of people that have come up to me talking
1: they're like grayson we have to talk about the trailer and i'm like i know yeah and i showed them like leaked photos and stuff and they're like
0: what and yeah like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's wild um, yeah it's like this is my time to shine and <laughs> yeah. finally cool again yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure um but yeah anyway that's gonna do it for this episode thank you all for listening and stay tuned for our amazing spider-man review um feel free to check out our previous episodes if you haven't listened to them or just want to give them a, a listen uh share with your friends uh if you're listening on spotify and if you're on an apple Podcasts, please give a rating we'd really appreciate it um share it with people on there too um the more the merrier seriously if, if people are excited and watching through these movies maybe for the first time or for the hundredth time before no way home yeah uh, join us on this journey um because i'm sure a lot of us are probably going through it in very high anticipation um I'm gonna shout out our uh, our patrons, um, and then I'll I'll wrap us up. Um, so we've got Jess as our sponsor. Um, she's not here, but we thank her very much. We've got Joseph. We've got Rick. We've got Caleb, uh, Diego, Jacob, Jake, um, and Sam. Thank you guys all for supporting us on Patreon, and you can also go on there, Patreon.com/slash ComicBlast, and um help keep us accountable for putting out more content for you guys because we enjoy doing it um, and we're all busy people and um the more incentive we have to do it the more fun we have and uh it feels feels less stressful and we just we don't want stress to come up on this podcast we uh-huh. want it to be enjoyable so hopefully this has been pleasant to your ear holes uh <laughs> but yeah that's gonna do it for this episode With that being said see you chump